Previously on Dunwich and Dagons. And Amos says, I I'm coming to, to Boston to find my, uh, my missing nephew. His name was Efren. Y'all heard of Efren? I want to run over to the bar and find like the highest proof alcohol I can. Can you make a Molotov cocktail? <laughs> I pull out my cigar lighter and light up this cocktail and say, stand back everybody. You go to throw it and it just slides right out of your hand and crashes on the ground next to you. What would you give for your wounds to be healed near instantaneously? I, I already owe so, so much. What would you ask of me? Only your undying gratitude. You, you'll gain the benefits of eternal life. Do we have a deal? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Please. And she bites you on the neck and like drains you nearly at their life, but just at the moment of death, she feeds you some of her own blood. Eventually you guys know he's not moving. You press the nurse button and the nurse has come. And like, time of death, 11 a.m. And they take his body away. And as they take him away, like someone else passes through the hallway and Amos looks up the door. Efren? Efren, is that you? And he runs up the hallway. And he turns around and is like, uh, Uncle Amos, what are you doing here? Welcome back. It's been two weeks? Two weeks, I think. So, um, go ahead and introduce y'all. I'm going to go this time Kyle, Jackie, Nate, and then we'll do Chris last so I can kind of introduce Chris real quick. Okay, cool. Hi, I'm Kyle. I play Bobby Houdini, and uh, I'm figuring out what I'm doing with this character every week. I'm still not really sure. Hi, I'm Jackie, and I'm playing Claudette, the clairvoyant who hopes to get really, really rich over all this trauma. And uh, <laughs> I'm Nate, and I will be playing Mortimer King uh, today and talk about not knowing where your character's going. <laughs> count, count Mortimer King. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and joining us for the first time, we have. Chris. Hello. Uh, would it? All right. So I'm going to be Frank Corpser. He is, let me see how, how do I put this? He is an undead private eye cyborg. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you Nick Valentine? (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Awesome. But, but more human sort of. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still developing it. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> yeah, like Nick Valentine is just is just android. Uh, Frank Corpser was a man who was brought back from the dead. He's like a RoboCop meets like Frankenstein. Yeah, he's like an amalgamate amalgamation of a bunch of things, like like RoboCop, Darth Vader, others. Awesome zombies. 
We got zombies in our party Frankenstein. now. Frankenstein. Alright, so there is a military grade truck speeding down a highway. I don't think it was raining that night, but for flavor, it's raining now. There's thunder, and the driver, he doesn't see this pothole in the middle of the road. He hits it. The car just like makes this big like and out from the back drops this big steel like canister and it falls into the lake. And Frank, you gain consciousness in this tight enclosed area that's slowly filling with water. That's it? Yeah. You it's your turn you, you, it's your turn to act. <laughs> Alright. Uh, <laughs> uh um I like punch the the canister. Cool. I'm gonna need you to roll uh strength. Alright. Alright, explain this to me again. How do I how do I do this? Sure. Uh what is your what is that number next to strength? My strength is sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. So you take uh, the D one hundred, which are, which look like these. You want the one with the tens, and the one with the single digits on it. D one hundred. Yep. You're gonna roll that. You want to get less than sixty-eight. Well, sixty-eight or less, I should say. I get forty-eight. You succeed. You like punch a hole straight through the middle, and you feel around the other side and feel like a, a handle. You turn the handle and you open it. Um, at this point, like, the water is just completely filled, the canister, but you're not drowning. Yeah. You, you just like, you, you, it's like, it's just like you're normal, like, you, you're not drowning or anything, you're not panicking, you're in water, but everything's fine. Interesting. Um, I, I try to swim towards the land. So... You got a lot of metal body parts. Right. So you're sinking. You're like, you're like right at the bottom. I don't even know if you can swim. Um, I'll tell you what. You can make a strength. Or is there a swim equivalent skill? Uh, there is there's swim in my investigator skills. Yes. Um, you can swim, but you have to make... You know what? You can swim. But you take two penalty dice. So you're going to do that same thing where um, you're going to roll the D100. Um, you're using a digital dice roller, right? Yeah. Um, you know what? Just, just roll that three times. It'll just be easier than trying to get the normal way with regular dice. Okay. And you're going to take the highest one. Alright, you got 41. That's your highest? Yeah. Is that a pass or a fail? Uh, for strength or for swim? Swim. Oh, that's that's a total fail. <laughs> yeah, um, you are unable to swim, like, you're just too heavy, but you can walk across the bottom of the water fairly easily. Hmm. Well, can I see anything? Is any is there anything under the water? It's a full moon night, and it's actually fairly lit underwater. You're probably only, like, six feet underwater. Six feet under. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll just uh, I'll walk <laughs> to the shore. Yeah, you walk to the shore. You pull yourself out of like this like riverbed, 
You just like you just pull yourself out into this muddy shore, and like if you didn't have like um, robotic parts, like you'd be considered completely naked right now. Interesting. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's happening? Uh, uh, look around. What what's around me? You uh, in the distance, you see like uh, a a light on the horizon. Okay. You can't quite see it from your distance, but you can see there's something in that direction. Do I have anything in my possession? Uh, not at the moment. Okay, uh, I'm going to walk towards the light. You walk towards the light, and you come across like this, uh, like this dive bar called Jethro Tolls. Jethro Tolls, okay. It's got like a neon sign out front, and these two there's these two bikers in like clothes, um, <laughs> like they're like they're, they're bikers, but like they don't have motorcycles, so they have, instead they have like robotic horses, right? Because I'm bringing that back as that's a plot point that's never come up once. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. I want to talk uh, uh, to the one of them or both of them at the same time. Are they? Are they? Do they seem like friendly? No, they have wraparound sunglasses on and bandanas. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, wh- where am I? Wh- what do you? What? Wh- what's going on here? Wh- wh- what do we got here? Some sort of you a uh, government experiment? What's a government, <laughs> Mister? Or is that some sort of fancy armor you're wearing? Fancy armor? What armor? Oh my god! You, you I look have armor. down. And you see, like, like most of your body is covered in, like, solid metal. Oh, my God. Uh, I, uh, at this point, I'm just, like, panicking, because I don't know, like, how to react, and I fall to my knees. Uh, uh, can, can you spare any money or clothing? I am so naked right now. Oh, money or clothing, how about you give us your fancy armor that'll help us the hell's bells angels hell's bells angels it's not even clever we're bikers we don't need to be clever all right they they draw these two shotguns and as you're on your knees and you have have a shotgun in your face you have a flash of a memory of you being on your knees and somebody holding a gun to your face and you look up to you look up to see the face, but it's completely in shadow. You can't see who it is. And then you cut back to the moment. Uh, do I have any weapons? Uh, you do not, but you have your fists. So I grab both the shotguns and pull them away from them. All right, I'm going to need you to roll a maneuver. So basically, you're going to roll fight brawl. And if you uh, succeed, you'll disarm both of these guys. Okay. Shit. Not very high. Ah, I failed. <laughs> you, you, like, you try to disarm them, but, like, they like, hold on to their guns pretty tight, and they don't drop them. And they're like, the one guy fires, and, like, the shells, like, hit you square in the chest, but, like, it doesn't even phase you in the least. Oh, Jesus. Uh, 
Okay, uh, I'm gonna stand up and tower over them, because I assume I'm much bigger than them. Yeah, you are much bigger than them. And I'm just gonna punch him, because <laughs> that's all I can do. Uh, what is your fight brawl skill? I'm just curious. My fight brawl skill is 45. That's actually not bad. Um, first starting skill. Uh, I'm gonna need you to roll fight brawl. Okay. Ah, uh, 57. This is not going well. <laughs> you like you punch and like he ducks and the other guy goes to punch and like he hit and goes for an uppercut and punches you like in the uh the uh ribs, but he's just, like, ow, my hand. Jeez. Okay, I'm gonna go for a kick. A kick? On Same deal. Fight brawl. Fight brawl. 41. Cool. You hit him. Uh, you're gonna roll uh, your damage. Uh, on your character sheet, uh, it'll be 1d3 plus whatever your damage bonus is, which I think is probably 1d4 because of your build. It'll be in like, the lower right-hand corner, I think. Uh, damage is 1d4, yeah. And then, yeah. So what do I do? It's 1d3 plus 1d4. 1d3 plus 1d4. Okay, so what do I roll? I'm so confused. You roll a 1d3 <laughs> and a 1d4 and add the numbers together. I only have 4 through 20. Roll a 1d6. Okay. 1 and 2 is 1. 3 and 4 is 2. Uh, 5 and 6 is uh, 3. Okay, I rolled a 1 with the 6. So seven. Uh, you rolled a one and a six. No, just uh, with the one d six. I rolled you're one. A one, so that's one damage, and the d four. D four is two. Two, three damage. You like clock the sky. And, like you, it's like he has like his mouth open, and like you like, because like his mouth like ah. uh, clacks, and like he goes, falls on his back, and the other guy goes to uh, punch you, and. He's going to roll an attack, but what you can do is you can dodge or fight back. Either way, if you succeed, uh, you won't get hit. One deals damage, but is in favor of the attacker, which is the fight back. And the dodge, you won't take any damage, but ties are in favor of you. Okay, I'm going to dodge. You're going to dodge? Yeah. So roll dodge and let me know if you succeed. My dodge is 58. Cool. All right. Uh, got 48. 48? So you succeed. You both you both succeed, but since it's a tie and you dodge, it's in favor of you, so you you don't get hit. Oh, cool. Um, uh, it comes back around to you now. I'm going to go for a punch. A punch? Roll that fight brawl again. Yep. All right. Uh, 63 fails. <laughs> I've been I've been out of commission for a while. You have been out of commission. Do me a favor and roll um, spot hit. All right. Uh, failed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy's like, I've had enough of this, and like, he like throws on a shotgun, pulls out a revolver, points that at you. Okay. He, goes, uh, he goes to shoot. Um, you can... Because you're in melee range, you can still fight back or dodge. Uh, I'm gonna fight him. I'm gonna punch again. Okay. Let me know what you uh, rolled. It succeeded. I got 40. 
You succeeded. So he goes to shoot you, and like he fires, and you like duck under it, and you clock him right on the side of the face. Uh, roll your damage. Shit, what's that again? <laughs> roll right, 1d6. 1d6. One six, one six is a th- I got a 3, and then 4 is 3 again. So three, that's five damage total. You like, you punch this guy and like his head spins around and he just falls on the ground. Nice. All right, I'm gonna pick up those weapons and I'm gonna take one of their pairs of pants and shoes. You like put on these tight leather pants that you can barely squeeze into, but you manage to. Nice. And you pick up a, uh... sorry, I'm getting the weapons up. You get that revolver that you uh, had on your character sheet. Okay. And you get, Two 16-gauge shotguns. Each one has one bullet left in it. Okay. Um, Alright, I'm just gonna, like, yeah. Do, do I have anywhere to, like, store these things? Or I'm just, like, holding them in my hand? You're carrying them. Like, you have them slung over your shoulder like Terminator. Okay, that's badass. Uh, cool. Alright, how much ammo do I have for the revolver? Uh, he fired one shot, so there's five bullets left in the chamber. Five bullets left. So I got two shots total with the shotguns, and five with that. Okay, I'm going to go in the bar now. You go in the bar, and you like look around, and everybody's just real quiet, because they heard the gunshots outside. And you walk in, and you have a real cool look on your face. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make my way to the bartender. He's like sitting there polishing a glass. Hello. Can you tell me where I am, please? Uh, you are just on the skirts of Boston. Boston? I've never left the West Coast. Never been to Boston. How'd I get here? Who are you? I'm Jethro Tull, the proprietor of this. Wow. The proprietor of this business. You're really creative at making business names, Jethro. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what what year is it? It is the year 1920. Dear God. How long have I been asleep? Um, I'm gonna look around the bar and see who else is around or what what else is in the room. Uh, there's obviously, like, neon beer signs everywhere and, like, a pool table. And there's, like, some biker chicks and some other biker dudes. Like, there's other guys wearing, like, the Hell's Bells Angels jackets. Hell's Bells Angels. Uh, sounds pretty badass. Okay, I'm gonna talk to the bartender again. Uh, would have buy a pack of cigarettes? Because that's, I, I just need a smoke right now. Yeah, um, you you were able to find a wallet on those guys and pulled out some money. So you're okay. you buy a you buy a pack and it slides for you. What what brand are they? What brand are they? Yeah, you're asking me. <laughs> yeah, what, what brand do you want to smoke? Uh, unfiltered, most smoky kind, <laughs> most tobacco kind, <laughs> the best. All right, you got the unfiltered smokies. It's unfiltered smokies, <laughs> and I go to light it. But, like, the, the flame comes out my finger? No, that's dumb. No, if that's what you want. <laughs> if that's what you want. No, no, no. Uh, I'm not fucking inve- Inspector Gadget. I think my <laughs> finger is actually my actual finger anyway, so 
Um, alright. I'm gonna make my way out of the bar again, and I'm gonna steal one of those motorcycles. Uh, the mo- motorcycles are actually just mechanical horses. Right, 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 right. Horses. But they're still right. cool. They're jet black. Oh, yeah. Like, they have, yeah, like, eyes sure. of fire. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna grab one of them horses and, like, make my way into town. Make your way into town. Hola, Poncier. Welcome to the break. We are currently out of five-star reviews to read on the podcast, so we're putting out a call for more five-star reviews. If you write a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and rate us five stars, we will read it on the show. Tell us in your review which character from the show you want reading it, and we will make that happen. Also, did you know you can watch us live stream these sessions on Twitch? That's right, every Tuesday between 5.30 and 6 Eastern Time, we record Dunwich and Dagon live. Go to twitch.tv slash playershandbill. We will update social media if there are any changes to that schedule. Once more, between 5.30 and 6 Eastern Time, we stream on twitch.tv playershandbill. It's time for me to go. Hasta luego. Man, I'm never going to finish this speakeasy if they keep making me record these breaks. You're going to go back to that hospital the next morning. Your friend Mortimer has just died. And you found out the guy you've been looking for is alive. Bobby and Claudette, what do you do? Um, I feel like we need to interrogate... Um, I keep forgetting this kid's fucking name. Um, Efren. Efren. So I'm going to walk up to Efren. You're like, where the fuck... Where the fuck have you been? Where, the, where have you been? You know, the usual going to class. But we we went we went to the school. They they said you were missing. Mm, that that doesn't sound right. Well, yeah, I'm telling you, it happened. I'm telling you, I know where I've been. Have you? Did you go missing at any point? No. Why were we? Went to the party. Why did went you? Went home. Went to class. Why did your uncle hi- uh, hire us then? I don't know. You have to ask him. Amos. Yeah, it's me, Amos. I only sound similar to Efren. Did the, why did you hire us if he was never missing? Because he went missing. <laughs> Trying to make Billy have a conversation with himself right now. It's, okay. <laughs> it's hard because they have the same voice because they're related. <laughs> hey, it's me, Efren. <laughs> I didn't go missing. As your uncle Amos, I say you did go missing. No, Uncle Amos. I didn't go missing. <laughs> and they go back and forth like that. I'm beginning to think that we may have uh, we may have wasted our time, and uh, now uh, now someone's dead. And as you're having a conversation, like a sweaty, like kind of chubby bald man rushes up from this from the stairwell, and like he's got his hair pulled back into like a. Uh, he has like like um, a bob haircut pulled back into a ponytail, jet black, and he's falling on top. You recognize this man as Ponce de Leon. Oh, he's like, breath. <gasps> so, senor and senora, I've been looking for you. Oh, hey, guy. This is uh, this is some bad time. What can we do for you? Um, I've got word. Uh, two more people have got, disappeared. One of the people that disappeared, uh, turns out they didn't disappear. He's right here. Can I talk to you somewhat private, the both of you? Uh, yeah, uh, Mortimer died. 
Mortimer died. Yeah, we could just go on to his room. He's not going to mind. He, uh, he goes into Mortimer's room. He kind of solemnly stands over his corpse. He's like, I guess I have full ownership over the business now. <laughs> um, well, two weeks ago, a young woman disappeared. Her name was Charlotte Gray- Grable. Charlotte Grable. She disappeared and then reappeared a week later. And now she is missing again. It sounds like maybe that she just uh, has unsavory interests and in that she just disappears sometimes. Like maybe maybe she's got a second family. Maybe she's a, she's a hitman. Like, Well, that sounds a lot like victim blaming to me, but I didn't <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> You're right. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this other person, uh, Clark Hutchinson, went uh, missing last night. Uh, can you tell us about this Clark fellow? Uh, um, both were students here at Aldrich University. Yeah, well, we can just talk to uh, Efren. He says people who disappeared didn't actually disappear, so he'll, that, that'll solve it. Well, Efren's back. Uh, I'm starting to see a pattern here. Charlotte Grable, Charlotte Grable disappears, reappears a week later, and then disappears again. Efren disappears, reappears. What do you think is going to happen next? Uh, it sounds a lot like that story of that Jesus Christ. Meaning he's going to disappear I... again. Yes. Perhaps we should keep an eye on him. Yeah. Uh, so, like, do you want to, like, are we supposed to babysit him? Like, I don't know. You figure it out. Or pay us more. I pay you $500 a week. Yeah, more. You guys are rich. It's 1920. <laughs> it's a lot of money. <laughs> Alright, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll watch over the kid. Yeah, we've got Amos. He probably knows his habits and whatnot. He could probably help us figure out this kid's situation. But I do want to point out that he seems rather belligerent about us even being in his presence. His girlfriend, who is in the same room just down the hall there, like this one where our poor deceased Mortimer is at, uh, she is also concerned about his well-being. So maybe if we get her and him together in the same room and have them have a conversation together, their two very different voices could help illuminate this. If he won't <laughs> listen to us, maybe he'll listen to his girlfriend. All right, whatever. Make it happen. I'll be at the speakeasy trying to get things together for our grand opening. Should, should, we, ha- should we have a funeral? Yeah, they have to say. So, should we have a funeral for our our our, 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 our Also, who's getting his payment now that he's gone? Nobody. Well, that but doesn't seem week, right. There's a week delay to pay. You know. <laughs> I'll make the funeral arrangements. Well, make sure you know, you, all his money's going towards that. Make sure, make sure you uh, you send us invites. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll see you. I, I think we should be pallbearers. Whatever. Do what you want. I um, don't know how to dance. Me either. Why would you dance at a funeral? I'm pretty sure that they dance. I've seen it. <laughs> oh, you're right. I forgot about when they pull the corpse out to the casket and start dancing with it. My favorite play from 1920 is uh, Helena by My Chemical Romance. I've never heard of it. <laughs> so I'll make the funeral arrangements. Uh, just meet me at the speakeasy later. And we'll, we can talk about that stuff later. Okay, uh, the speakeasy, yeah. Uh, which speakeasy again? 
Oh, we haven't named it yet. Oh, right, right. I forgot. We opened that. Right. Not the one where we just almost died. Yes. Uh, I remember your, your suggestions were entertainment, <laughs> a poster, <laughs> and flowers. That's what you wanted flowers. to decorate the place with. <laughs> we, we were very, very original. Um, uh, anyways, I'll meet you there. All right, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, let's go talk to this kid. Uh, I can't talk to his girlfriend though. though. I'm sorry. No, you have to do that yourself. I think Claudette. maybe you should. Um, I should go in the room alone with her. She doesn't seem like she's quite friendly with you, and her boyfriend might slug you out when she find, when he finds out what you did to his girl. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that seems smart. I don't know if Mortimer has paid his tab here, and I'm not sure entirely how that would work out, so maybe it's better that you hang out with him so they don't end up taking his body someplace. Unsavory, right? Yeah, they got poppers graves all over this city. As you say that, like, three orderlies walk into the room and look around and then walk back out. See, they don't like you. They remember you. I'll, I'll stand guard over uh, over uh, Mortimer here, good old Mortimer, good old pal, and I, I pat him on his shoulder. That's disgusting. <laughs> you, uh, so Claudette, you go into the room with uh, Efren and uh, Colleen. Yes. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're there. They're like, they're talking. They're like, I miss you so much. This guy, he tried to kill me. Like, he just <laughs> he, he shot me in the side and I panicked and ran away. And then, like, he shot me in the leg and just. <laughs> Blew my knee, like my, my, right below my knee, just clean off. It's true, Efron. It sounds like you got some personal things going on, but we're not going to worry about that right now. It's Efron. Efron, sorry, it's the it's the molasses draw. Um, I think that Colleen is <clears> in danger, <throat> and I think that you having some kind of memory loss is related to it. So I think that we should all brainstorm together to figure out why. You don't know where the heck you've been for a couple days. Because you can ask her. She's been looking for you. People have come and asked her. Police? School? Heck, she's got she's got a wound that is already semi-healed. A little pussy, but semi-healed. A wound can't occur and start healing in the amount of time that you believe you've been missing. More time than you realize has elapsed. Unless maybe you shot her, Efren. Maybe you shot her. Can you tell me where you've been the past couple days? Because I think that maybe you shot her and you're using memory loss. So you better prove an alibi right now. Alright. Uh, you're, you're clearly lying here. Because you know who shot her. Yeah. So I'm going to my name. Like, like deception or whatever it's called. No probies. Are you allowed to call her out on lying like that? As a DM I am. <laughs> I think I'm going to need you to roll fast talk. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Let me go ahead and pull up my stat. As as the game master, I definitely know she's lying. <laughs> You're supposed to be impartial, though, right? You're not supposed to like call her out on it. No, that's the point. <laughs> okay. If she's lying, I need to make a roll for it. So, I would like to ask if it is okay to use persuade instead of fast talk. So I feel like no, I was trying to persuade lying. him to bring up an alibi. But you're lying. Is deception a stat? That's the difference. Okay. Fast talk is not a forgiving stat. Oh, I failed. Yeah, I only got a five in fast talk. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, and like 
And like Colleen's like, no, I know who shot me. It was like that crazy guy that was with you. Like he shot me. It wasn't Efren. I want to roll. Um, hmm. I am great at psychology, so I just need to use some reverse psychology on her. Huh. Um, Colleen, I think that you remember there was quite a uh, ferocious creature in here looking for you the other day in this building several days ago. And you know that Efren's been missing for several days. So he's a suspect. I'm going to roll um, an intelligence check. Intelligence? Okay, okay. Yeah. My fast talk is 65. Oh, wow. Too bad you're dead. My dumbass didn't realize what it was when we were taking skills, so I just didn't put anything in there. Intelligence. My intelligence is 80. 44. Uh, you know she never actually saw the creature. You only told her about it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to assume that she's on the best drugs that pharmaceutical companies can provide at this era. And maybe she'll... So, morphine. Yeah. So maybe she'll uh, let it slide. She's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, all, I, all I know is Efren, Efren did go missing. I'll admit that Efren went missing, but he definitely didn't shoot me. And I had no idea what we were talking about a monster. I just know some grisly murders happened here the night you guys showed up. Honey, I'm from this town. I didn't just show up. I've been here investigating lots of missing people, Efren being one of them. I'm gonna need you to roll fast talk again. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you keep lying. Uh, I, I did not pass. Aren't you Claudette the Clairvoyant? Don't you have a show in like Long Island? Yeah, I do. I also got some very fast uh, equipment, and uh, we record a lot of those shows. Do you want an autograph there, honey? No, I'm good. Um, I just know you're not from here. Did you buy one of my autobiographies? Your biographies? I have several. I assumed that you read one. Uh, tell me the title of three of them. <laughs> Claudette the Clairvoyance, <laughs> an origin story. Claudette the Clairvoyance. One. <laughs> um, uh, vengeance from Ex-Lovers Beyond the Grave. And Two. Claudette, the clairvoyant, the greatest uh, medium from the East Coast that always sees ghosts. Three. Sure, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> You're right. Efren did go missing. And Efren, I'm sorry, I don't know what you think happened, but you've been missing for the past week. She looks over at Efren. Look, I, I don't know what to tell you. I have no recollection of ever going missing. I woke up in my bed, as per usual, and I heard Colleen was in the hospital. Is there like um like a buzzer for a physician uh, in this type of room? Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you, you use that button to kill a bunch of nurses. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Efren, I, I do believe you. I think that something has terrible happened to you. You have lost some of your memory. I strongly advise that you get a physical from one of the finest doctors in this facility. When Miles will do it immediately, I think I should call a doctor right now to see if anything's strange going on with you, any type of odd physiology. People, you might have gotten hit in the head, you might have a, a very small fracture somewhere. Sure, uh, now you can roll persuasion. Yay. That's not a pass. <laughs> My persuasion is 60, but I rolled a 77. Yeah, that's not a pass. He's like, no, I'm, I'm good. I know where I've been and I haven't been missing. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go back to my dorm room. 
and hang out with my roommate, John Lucas. Y'all think I forgot that he existed, but I didn't. I forgot. John Lucas. Okay, Efron, I have hired an escort to... I have taken a vow of the Lord, and I will not consort with any escort. <laughs> okay. Okay, Efron. Uh, my, my, my associate here, he's in another room. Uh, he's a protector. I would like him to join you and keep an eye out for you because your lovely, lovely partner here has been shot and something terrible has happened to you. And if anything worse happens to you, well, I just don't think I could sleep with myself at night. So how about my partner goes to your room with you to make sure you're safe? Just walk you there, you know. These streets are pretty okay. wild. So, I get what you're trying to do. Are you? Are you're you trying to make it seem like you're doing a different role, but you're not. So, if if you want to try to convince them, you're going to make another persuasion roll, but you're going to push the roll. Okay, I see. Uh, also, are you using the fact that she got shot to get him to take the person who shot her as protection? <laughs> to, yeah, to walk him home. <laughs> okay, so persuasion when it's push is you roll the 100 spot twice, and you pick the worst out of the two results. No, it means you fail, and then something terrible happens afterwards. Oh, like he denies it, fail. and then like falls down a staircase and dies. You just roll as normal. Um, you roll as normal. I don't want to risk it. Uh, what I'll do then <laughs> is... Uh, Risky, it's um, more fun that way. Yeah, I'll go, very well, Efren. I'll let you go ahead and walk on yourself home alone. Um, and then I leave, and I want to really, really quickly go back over uh, to where Houdini is and tell him that we need to sneak and like follow him, like detective style. You want me to, you want me to, uh, to stalk a college kid? I think we both should, yeah. I mean, the college kid's obviously not very smart. Uh, okay, I'm so, 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 so. Just don't let his girlfriend see you. I'm in. And uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. All right. Um, as you do that, a, a doctor walks into the room Hello, I am Dr. Fluff and stuff. Apparently I exist as a character. <laughs> <laughs> um, I spoke with your friend, uh, Senor Leon, and he has uh, put a expedited funeral order on your friend here, Mr. Mortimer King. Oh, good. He, he, did, he worked fast. Uh, glad that Morty over here is getting, uh, getting a proper funeral. Yes, the funeral will be in... Three hours. Holy shit. You weren't kidding when you said expedited, huh? <laughs> All right, uh, we'll be back in... Uh, where, where's it going to be? Where's it going to be? Where's it, where's it being held? What's the location? It's going to be at Boston Public Cemetery. Can you write down that address and uh, give it to me, please? Sure. He writes it down and gives it to you. All right. Uh, we, got, uh, we, got, uh, we got some business to attend, but we'll be there. We'll be there in two and a half hours. Wait. I just want to ask, do you guys remember who drove us to the hospital? Which vehicle we took? I believe it was me, but I'm not positive, but I'm okay. pretty sure it was me. Just making sure that we didn't need to, like, go get Mortimer's keys off of him. Oh, no, I know it was me because I made, because I sat in the, pass the driver's seat and made Amos bring Mortimer in. Okay. Next time on Dunwich and Dagons. Believe it or not, I specialize in working with not necessarily people like yourself, but things beyond the realm of explanation.
And he, like, he walks over to, like, a, uh, like a random panel in the uh, side of the flower shop. He pushes it in. And this door opens on, on the side. And, like, he goes upstairs, and he leads you to an unfinished speakeasy. Yes. And at the counter is a robot and a baby doll playing cards. Uh, this is our uh, robot acronym. And uh, this is... Uh, Baby Oopsie Poopsie, the shitting baby doll. So, we can go around and de-introduce ourselves. I don't know what the word for that is. Um, Ouch. Outro? Just, outro? Outroduce. Outroduce. Outroduce? <laughs> that sounds like you're, like, pooping. <laughs> we can go around. Say who we are, where you can find us. I'm Jackie, and I was playing Cloudette, the clairvoyance. You can find me on Instagram at Jacqueline Illustrates if you like low-tier fan art trash. And uh, <laughs> I'm Nate, and jeez, uh, you can find me on Twitter at mechanical underscore rat, or Twitch at twitch.tv slash mechanical rat, if, like, you're lucky I actually got a group together to stream a RPG. We'll see. Huh? I'm Kyle. Um, I play Bobby Houdini. This is really like my thing on the internet that I have going for me. So I've got nothing to plug except for listen to this podcast and check out the plugs that everyone else is going to mention or has mentioned. Because uh, it's cool shit. All right. We'll go to Chris. I know this is your first time plugging, so... Yeah, I'm Chris. Uh, you can find my art at ChrisTaylorIllustration.com or at Instagram at ChrisTaylorArt. That's pretty much it. Yes, and that reminds me, I also forget that I have a website that I never plug for my art, but <laughs> I'm not here to plug that. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Players Handbill. Uh, I recommend you follow me on Instagram or Facebook as Players Handle because I don't. I'm really terrible at Twitter, uh, and you can also find me sometimes streaming with Nate on his channel. We're we're playing uh, Tomb of Annihilation. Sometimes maybe we'll play next week. We alternate our weeks where we'll do uh, uh, Call of Cthulhu on my channel, and then on his channel we do D and D on Tuesdays sometimes. And uh, <laughs> to follow the podcast, you can uh, follow us on Twitch, as you guys are on Twitch right now. Or you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram as Dunwich and Dagons. Or on Twitter at Dunwich and Dagon, because S was one character too long. And be sure to rate us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and all those podcatcher devices as five stars, and also be sure to write us a review, because those tend to favor written reviews and not just stars, so we re really would appreciate written reviews, and I also forgot to plug uh, YouTube, uh, Player's Handbill, where I make video games about I make videos about video games and movies, and hopefully we'll see you all in two weeks from now. We'll see y'all later. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.
have no idea how loud I am unless I actually get into the voice. And that's like negative six on the dot all the time. Bam, bam, bam. Jackie's losing it up there. I, I'm not even there anymore. They're just, they're all Chris now. Just Chris <laughs> <looking at> himself. <laughs> They're all facing different directions. That's so weird. <laughs> is it still moving or is it like It's a little static? laggy, but yeah. And he's like looking at himself. I'm so sorry. 